Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Emmaus. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. All right. Hello and welcome to episode 48. You knew you knew what I guessed you were going to start this with? What? All right. All right. <laughs> episode 48 of the Leah Valley with Love podcast. I am your co-host George Wacker with our other co-host Tyler Rothrock and we hey. have an in-studio guest. Another one. We're on Yay! a roll, baby. Uh, Chris Elston from Emmaus, the uh, Emmaus owner the of house. Of Christopher Elson ph- photography and video production, amongst other hats. Um, you know what's funny? You know what's great about most of our guests, almost all of our guests, what? they don't wear just one hat. George, <laughs> they do true. many things. It's like we're all, we have Renaissance people, and we barely just do this well. <laughs> Before you guys came over, I'm like, oh man, I'm so tired. Yeah, I just want to take a nap. That's why I have the coffee. Like people are. These guys are drinking beers. I, you know, I cannot. I have to. I have to put this out there so people hold me accountable. Dry. I'm not drinking for all of January. That's good. I mean, have you ever guys, done it? Chris has his own cooler. <laughs> There's a, a koozie. This is hard. It's my, this is hard. My Philly Philly koozie. Oh, hell yes. That's nice. Have you ever done a month? What's the uh, longest you've gone? 18 years. Without drinking? And then I started Yeah, drinking. I'm saying. Uh, yeah, uh, that's funny. You got me. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I mean, it's, a, it's not... You know, obviously, I don't drink as much as I used to be able to because mm-hmm. you just can't. Because of the child. Well, yeah, it's kind of not good to be drunk when you have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that there's a lot of people who don't <laughs> yeah. care. Tell that to the world, George. <laughs> They're like, oh, I bring my kid to the bar after school. Have you ever done a significant run? Yeah, it's weird because I don't drink every week. Uh-huh. Like I usually, when I travel a lot, so it's like. Sometimes I travel and there's like just a bunch of production dudes and it's, and you know we're it's hard to a, avoid it. We're no no. Oh, it's hard to drink. It that, no yeah, it's hard to avoid it. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So so like we're just like at a place and yeah. it's like you know we work from nine to five or nine to eight and then it's like well what are we gonna do? I guess we're gonna go to Chili's and have a few beers. Yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. Chili. Beers. <laughs> Well there, there's like one job that I do that's in Orlando and we're not near anything uh-huh. and we don't have cars or so like. Well, we're gonna go to the strip, and uh, then couple, we're gonna have a couple beers. Gonna have way too many beers and be stupid, and mm-hmm. and then we're gonna go home. And then and then like when I get home, it's like, you know, my wife doesn't really drink, so it's like I don't I, and I don't want to drink alone. Like I don't want to just sit there on yeah. the couch and like have my kids go. Hey, you know, <laughs> so you know, it's usually like vacation or if I like I'm on a gig or something, I have a few beers. We're like, here. And yeah, or yeah, or, or, at oh, yeah, the, or at here, the or if I'm grilling outside, like I can't, I can't grill like a you steak. Think you would grill with, bad. I think it's illegal, yeah. right? To uh, yeah, grill without a beer. With, yeah, you gotta have a little buzz because right. it, it helps the balance. And especially yes. if you're gonna do like the beer brats or something, you gotta boil it in oh, beer first. Yep, you know, it's yep. like one for me, one for the brat, <laughs> one for me, one for the brat. <laughs> yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. Equal so, yeah, opportunity. So, so I have done a, a long periods of it without. So. So this is interesting. We had uh, Jim Friedman on last week, who apparently invented forensic files. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I heard that. Uh, I, and I, I mean, I have no reason not to believe him. I, I think, believe you know, I would. Sure. If I ever saw the guy who stole the idea, I'd probably, if I was him, be very mad about that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Chris, you, you've been in it. You played a dead body. Yes. How, I, I. Whoa. I, I worked for that was my my one of my first real job. That was my first forty hour a week 
more than four. That was my first full time job. Yeah. So yeah. So being I a was, dead body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my um, my official title was production manager, but then I also did a little casting. I got some props. I did some location scouting, um, and you know I did some logistics and stuff. But yeah, there was one episode where it was just like, you know, th- this. Uh, the little girl like sees her mother get killed, but she's so young she doesn't quite know, and mm-hmm. she sees her father. Do it. So then, so then she goes to a funeral, and she sees this guy in a casket, and uh, you, know, the, you know, we usually hire like local actors and stuff, but they didn't want to hire somebody, and they're like, Chris, you just get in, <laughs> yeah, get you, in the coffin. I'm you like, make, you make a great dead body. I'm like, we're I, over budget. We yeah, can't afford the dead guy. I'm like, I. I can't do that because I'm doing production. Like, I have to make sure we're going to the next thing. But I'm like, all right, we'll do it. And it was a really weird thing. I was up on a platform in a real used coffin. There was already a dead body in the coffin at one time? Yes. So this is what they do. Like, when they they dig it back up? You really under budget there, weren't you? When they have a viewing, they, you know, there's a viewing. And then if somebody's going to get cremated, the end opens up and everything inside, there's like cardboard and whatever else stuff kind of comes out. Wow. They cremate it and they use that coffin for like the next viewing. I mean, it makes sense. So, uh, so the insides yeah. were new. Like the outside cushions. was old. Yeah, the cushion. And it was actually really comfortable. <laughs> you could see yourself being there for and eternity. I, I just, <laughs> and I lied in there and I was like, and I kept like, and it, like, like I, Chris, wake up, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the thing's closed, so I can't really sit. Wait, up. it was closed. Well, like you know, it's closed to here, and then just like oh my, my face God. is open. All right, all right. So, so then Jesus. I'm like, I can't, I can't get up, and yeah. I can't like do the next thing. So I'm like, I'm just gonna sit here and so lie here. Y- yeah, you're like in an MRI, but the opposite right. kind of. <laughs> so then the little girl has to come up, and then that's when she realizes, like, what a dead body is, and uh-huh. then she like has a flashback going. Wait a minute! My dad killed my mom, and now and then that's how it like unfolded. Did you like, scare her, like during? Because I would have no. That the girl was like really like she was six or seven, but she was like really like excited. And she was like she didn't really care wow. about dead bodies. Yeah, but it was I would have been like. Bah! It's Did funny, they, like if if you see the episode, it's the li- me trying not to smile. What's the? T- do you know the title of it? Um. Girl recognizes know. dead body. Okay. Burning ambition, or no, I don't know. They're all like stupid pun names. I know. But I understand because they're all like streamable, so you can search by the yeah. title. I'll, I'll I'll put that up for later. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll, be I'll a, find a, it. Uh, should be a trivia question. Uh, like which can, which try one to find it. Watch every yeah, episode you, of Forensic Files. If you could send us the name of this, you get a free. We'll figure it out. <laughs> maybe maybe it is burning ambition. That sounds right. Uh-oh. But, right uh oh. I'll look for it. But anyway, she she's sitting there screaming. Wake him up! Wake him up! And I'm just sitting there like, mm, I don't, can't. I don't. I'm a method actor. Yeah. Was she saying that as a line? Yeah, because okay, yeah. because like the little girl where did in you, real life. Where did you film that? That was filmed in the basement of MedStar out in West Coastville. Man, that's where that's where the forensic files just, just fascinates. Is a local yeah. girl actor? I think she was probably from Philly. We got a uh, lot of local people, but there was a lot of like Philly actors. And yeah, the funny thing was. Now that I'm thinking about it, I remember that little girl, and she was like seven or something, and her- She's like, that was Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, her, and her sister, who was like on the- or No, I don't think her sister was there, but her sister was like 15 or something, and I'm like 25 or something, and she's like, you know, my sister would really like you. I should set you up. I'm like, how old's your sister? 15? I'm like, yeah, that doesn't seem like yeah. a good idea. I'll be on the next gonna, episode of Forensic Files. about laws. <laughs> right, right, right. Things you can't do. So- that's your. You said that's your first um, thing. So, like, how so, did? Yeah. Well, just like back in the day, like how? Because right. um, I'll let you describe it. But you do like a bunch of stuff. You have your own, obviously, photography here. Yes. Um, 
you know, the, I actually first met him. We both worked the Express Times. So that was my first, like two thousand good three or four. Oh really? No, because I I went to. So this is what I did. I I yeah. Give us the rundown. So I went to Penn State, and oh actually, why do you say it like that? Because of the because of the news. Penn State. (laughs) Because that Joe Paterno. (laughs) No, everybody blames Joe Paterno. He's just like an old man. He's like I don't know. Guys are doing whatever in the shower. I don't know. We're trying to win football games. Still got the Kool Aid running through his veins (laughs) over there. (laughs) Penn State. Listen, Penn State killed Joe Paterno. Yeah. Oh, right he yeah. totally. Yeah. They, they fired him and he died like three days later. That sucks. It's like okay. when somebody's wife dies and they're like, I got nothing to live for. What do I got? I got I mean, his wife was still alive. <laughs> he's like, I got nothing to live for. <laughs> Poor wife. <laughs> so, so I went to Penn State. I, I Actually, I went to UMass first in engineering, realized I didn't want to do that, went to Penn State, kind of still trying to do engineering. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I kept going to my guidance counselor. And, he kept, and I kept going, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And then I was like, I was at the Hazleton campus. And I'm like, film and video kind of sounds good. And he's like, great. You're going to main campus next semester. Go. Get out of my office. I'm like, yeah. all right. That sounds good. So I did a lot of film and video and I really liked it. Uh, when I got out, I was like, I didn't realize like you could freelance. I thought yeah. you just I, got like. Weird. You like I, work for us. Yeah, I thought, I thought you got a production job and I, you know, I go to Universal or yeah. Fox or whatever. But of course, I'm on the East Coast. So I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do now? Yeah. So I found a couple uh, like independent films that I freelanced on. I worked, and I kind of uh, so like I had as a, a DP. <laughs> as a DP, like a director, like a. Oh, well, I was like an assistant camera. <laughs> see, that's a what? We're not talking about. I don't know what movies what? you're not working those on. Those kind of films. <laughs> no, but when you start out, what you do you mean? Was I the DP? Yeah, was yeah, I, the yeah. DP? I was talking about photography. I don't know what other no P's you know. When, when you do that kind of stuff, you're usually a production assistant. So I was a production assistant a while in New York. A, a couple really bad uh, movies around Lehigh Valley. Some stuff in Philly. Um, Kind of doing like, like kind of rising up. So I was on like assistant camera. Yeah, oh, that, that's what film. I meant by the DP. Like yeah, in yeah. the like within the yeah. the, the photography camera department. department. Trying to and then um, so I did that for a while and then I got then I wanted like I got my major in film and video. I got my minor in photography. So I kind of always bounce back and forth. So I wanted to do some more photography. So <laughs> got it as I was freelancing in like video and films. I got a job at the Sears Portrait Studio. Nice. So. So Did you do like those glamour shots? Oh, oh my god! Yeah, and it's funny too because still shooting film, the camera is on the wall, mm-hmm. so you could zoom in and then physically move the camera up and down and zoom in. You couldn't go left or right. You couldn't move yeah. the light because there's just one light bouncing off in the corner. So if I really got creative, I'd pull the people out of the light so it'd be like modeled and stuff. Yeah. And, then, and then you know the. Serious portrait people be like, no, 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 yeah, no, no. What are you doing? They you need doing? this to be on that X. So I tried to do it. So You're like, I'm a rogue. I'm an artist. Yeah. I can't work. I in have these a. Conditions. I have a Sears. Me and my my mom took us there one year. We never got like Christmas <laughs> cards done, and we which we got Christmas cards, but never. But it was always like a we would go on the wild and do it. So we went to Sears. And looking back, like you could tell, we all just fought before the picture was taken. <laughs> oh, we had God. the we had the smile, but the eyes weren't there. You know. <laughs> I, we always went to, I think it was Olin Mills that we used to go to, and my mom would dress me in my three-piece corduroy suit, yeah. and then we'd either be on the wicker chair or with the fake kind of fence <laughs> with the, you know, it looks like we're outside yeah. with the background, but we're just like, my sister and I are just leaning on the fence. Yeah. But yeah, so so I did that for a while, and then, 
something weird. like somehow I fell into being uh, the lab technician at the Express Times newspaper. So that was fun. So it was still film. I was processing film, drying it, scanning it. So we were like teeter tottering between. Oh my so God. That sounds like 1889. Yeah, it was only like, yeah, like yeah. Wait, so that, 20 that's years how ago. pictures got on the paper? Yeah, so you didn't I just have like insane. a guy with a ca- like a phone, and he didn't no just... phone. No, it's like nineteen. Yeah, this is like out. I know. So I think so. I graduated in ninety six. I think I got my job at the Express Times ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight. Did that. So it was, yeah, it was film. Develop the film. Dry the. Wait for the film to dry. Then go over, scan it in, and then color correct it on like an early version of Photoshop. So you didn't know if this picture was going to be good enough for the paper until all that you did all yeah. that. I would just, yeah, I mean, most of the guys, like, when I first started, I was just taking the photographer's film and then, you know, trying to find the best mm-hmm. one or whatever. But then I, then eventually I got to, like, shoot stuff for myself and, oh, okay. you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and go out. And then, and then eventually I got to actually, like, get a digital camera and, like, shoot that. So that was a lot easier. But at that time, so I was, only, I was doing that at night. And then during the day, I was still trying to freelance in film and stuff. And then I was freelancing for... MedStar, and then the first wave of people that started the show all left, and then there's one guy left, and he's like, "Chris, you want a job?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." So I was doing forensic. Actually, it's called medical medical detectives back then. Doing that during the day and working at the Express at night, and then I think by the time George and I kind of met each other was well after that point. Well, where did, I like, was, didn't you see like my name on a byline? Yeah, well, like, I kept saying, this fucking guy? Sure, I remember like Joe Gill is one of the photographers and we're both going, George Wacker, this is a fake name. <laughs> this, this can't be real. Yeah. This guy. This guy. And then I then I always saw George Wacker, George yeah. Wacker, George Wacker, and then we met like really like later. And yet, do you still know for sure if he's a real person? I'm not <laughs> sure it's a real name. I got. An, I almost got in a I, fight in my freshman year of college. I, I'm sure. Some guys like, He's like, what's your name? We're at a party. He's a senior. I'm like, George Wacker. He's like, fuck you. He's like, really? what? He's like, don't talk to me. Like, you think I'm an idiot? What I'm if like, you were just hitting on his girlfriend the whole time? And no, he's just talking. And I'm like, this is my name. And he got really indignant that I was lying to him <laughs> and that I didn't have a right to do that because I was a freshman. I had to like pull my driver's license out. It was really weird. Oh, man. He punked you. Yeah, he was just mad. He won. He was just like a mad guy. He ID'd you. But <laughs> Where's your ID? So you do all that. But I mean, so, like the exciting stuff. I mean, you know, you do the... Then you, I mean, what? So you go from that. So okay, so yeah. so that that kind of horrible ended, segue. That kind of ended. <laughs> <laughs> so then stuff happens. <laughs> so after a while, I was getting tired of doing. Ooh, <laughs> I just I heard about that helicopter on, yeah. the, on the other uh, podcast. The, That's cool. He probably had that in his trunk. He's yeah. like, I've been waiting to get rid of this. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, years. yeah. So I so I I couldn't do both because I was like killing myself. It was great because I had like one and a half. Yeah. Incomes, yeah, and I was living by myself in an apartment in Allentown. Uh, Let me guess which the half was. <laughs> the newspaper yeah. was <laughs> okay. I didn't want probably to say less it. than a half, but and I don't know. MedStar didn't really pay that well, but <laughs> but so I like had more money than I knew what to do with. But it was still like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. So I quit the Express, but I still mm-hmm. shot for them. But I didn't actually go in anymore. And then after a while, the second round of people that that were doing forensic files, they all left, and then it was like, why do people leave in rounds from this place? <laughs> like, well, uh, it's time to be, go. Could it think, be management? I issues? think you, yeah, I think yeah. you've heard from your previous uh, <laughs> podcast that, yeah, uh, the it was funny because like the guy that hired me that was right above me, that was the senior producer, he was like the greatest guy, and he was my buffer between the owner of the company. 
and then we're getting closer to the name. Each yeah, episode, yeah, 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 we're yeah. gonna get closer. <laughs> well, we're gonna have him. Is he still alive? To, yeah. yeah. Oh we man, we're gonna, we gotta have him. <laughs> He's on Twitter. If you wanna, oh wait. Hey. What's his uh, Twitter? Oh man, here I'm we go. Sh- pretty sure it's Forensic Files. Also, no. I want to remind everybody, I am comedian Chris Freed. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be reached. <laughs> so anyway, then then, then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I, I won't go into the story of why I really left. But, uh, oh, there he is. He pretty, I, I put in my Follow two up. weeks uh, notice and said, uh, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. I really want to do all this stuff. And he had just given me like a $10,000 raise. Oh, like, no. And I'm like, I got it. I got to go. And he crumpled up my resignation letter, threw it in my face, and walked out of his own office. I'm wow. like, wow. Well, this is one of the reasons why I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, all right. So I'm going to leave. So I, 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 but I still had like two weeks because I really didn't have anything to go to. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, well, even though he just screamed at me, I'm going to. Did you still go to the gym? Yeah. I, I'm going to still go there for like two more weeks and, and, and oh, collect man. my paycheck. So, That's brave. And well, I, I didn't see him those two weeks. I just kind of did my work. We saw, I had a shoot the next day Ugh. that I had to go to. So we did that. And then um, <clears throat> then I got out and I'm like, huh, I got to freelance again, but I can't do a production assistant thing again because that doesn't pay any money. And at the same time, my fiance had quit her job because she needed to go st- uh, student teach for a while and I'm like all these people quitting jobs yeah. just like, and yeah. it was like a few months before we got married so inspiring to me living yeah. in living in a <laughs> like they don't even care about jobs so much <laughs> yeah. they're just like throwing them away <laughs> nah, forget it so yeah so we're living in a one bedroom apartment in Allentown we both quit our jobs yeah living the and, life and then we got married and then <laughs> I kind of freelanced for a while so I kind of fell into like more corporate stuff and then from corporate, it's I bounce all around. So. But you haven't had like a job job in t- like the nine to five Since thing. Since two thousand one, I haven't ah, had a job. Is that great? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's feast or famine. It's like some well, it's months scary. it's like oh my god, I'm working like eighteen hours, or I'm working like two or three jobs in a row, and like sleeping in my car. And then there's someone, so it's like like now it's like you know I just work on the weekends now yeah. for the NFL. But like this whole week, I didn't do anything. I'm like hmm. Hopefully people start calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's gonna like I have a job. I I know I have a job, couple jobs in February and a couple jobs in March. But it's like yes, yeah, so, I mean it's always yeah, scary because yeah. you, you know it's either because you then have to do something yeah. to get the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you but, have to have that cushion. But the like good, I have that savings account yeah, cushioned yeah. where it's like. But the all right, the payoff is you don't have to go in at nine a.m. I mean, unless yeah. the things at nine a.m. Listen but, to somebody. Yeah, no uh, I mean, I almost kind of had a real job for a while over the last summer. Um, so NFL network has their show called good morning football. Right. And just to be clear, like you, so you do, you work for so, NFL films. I work for NFL film. It, it's a weird thing because NFL films, NFL network and the NFL are three kind of separate things, but they all kind of work together. They're right. all kind of under, under the same umbrella. NFL films used to be its own thing and now it's part of the NFL. Um, and oh, is yeah, that like I, you're, so you're, con- I mean, how so does I, that work? I'm, I'm a, I'm a, right now I'm a, uh, you only a seasonal go, employee. Cause you only go in on the, yeah, I only go in Saturday, Sundays right. for, the, for that morning show. But I, but I did work for the Monday through Friday show, which is a really weird thing where they came to our studio for a couple weeks and then they got a new studio in New York cause they all live in New York. Mm-hmm. And so the control room is in New Jersey and the studio is in New York. So I was going Monday through Friday at like, I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and go to Mount Laurel, which is kind of an hour and a half, two hours away every morning. And then I'm like, when, when this, would they be? But that's not, 
They have to be on set at. They have to be there at. Well, I have to. I had to be there at five. The show was live at seven. Oh, okay. So you kind of do a little setup. So yeah. So I but did Mount, that. Mount Laurel's in South Jersey. Mount right? Laurel's near. Uh, it's outside of. It's near. Yeah. It's uh, near Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill. Yeah. yeah. So that's not even just like across the river. It's <laughs> like yeah. a state away. So I was doing that for like. The summer, and then I decided, like, I don't want to do that anymore. And I like the weekend show. I like the, because it, the, the people are actually in the studio, so I could see them. Like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? and you know and, them. You get to, meet and I know, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Colleen Wolf is is the host of the show, and she is like the nicest person because I've worked with some other people <laughs> who are not that nice that I'm not going to mention. But she's she's the best. And uh, Lawrence Taylor, did you ever? Uh, no, no. I love how Ladanian, said, I'm not going to mention, but you're like, well, I'm going to start. Lawrence uh, Taylor asking. came in once, like to. Was I, he all high, like raping people? <laughs> he was kind of subdued, but uh, he was. Oh, not, oh, it's funny because Phil Sims doesn't really. He likes him, but it's like you know Phil Sims was the quarterback when when LT. Yeah, yeah. Was on, so they had so he was, so Phil, Phil Sims was like. Nobody ever talks about me. This guy's doing all this like yeah, you know yeah. nefarious things, and like, I feel Sims. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of funny. LT is a maniac. Yeah. So I work with the other LT, Ladanian Thomas. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know why they can have two LTs. They they can't. They, they shouldn't. shouldn't. Well, Ladanian, Ladanian. I don't know. I think it's too hard to say. Everyone's just like, oh, LT. So how does? I mean, obviously you're doing your job there, but like, are there any good? Do you have any like stories or anything that? Um, or anything well, really everybody cool. always says, oh, you work with Chris Collinsworth? Tell him to go F himself. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's cool. But hey, like, the guy from the control room yeah. says you should go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, One yeah, of his yeah, buddies yeah. asked him yeah. to say it. I don't know. Oh, can we say fuck on the internet? Yeah. So I used to work for like five or six years on Inside the NFL. So it was Chris Collinsworth, Phil Sims, Warren Sapp, and JB, James Brown. James Brown is the nicest guy in the world. The first time I worked with him, he gave me a big bear hug. And it's like, no, oh, James Brown. So he's a great guy. Chris Collinsworth, I wouldn't say he's a bad guy, but like he never really talked to the crew. He's just kind of in and out. and like, yeah. So he was never mean to anybody, but it was just like, meh, all right, Chris Collinsworth. Uh, Warren Sapp is a maniac. Yeah. He gave me a, I don't know if you ever saw that that big furry hat. Like He, he was like the <laughs> spokesmodel to a big Russian fur hat <laughs> company. And like, so he went around. We need to get Warren Sapp. <laughs> yeah, we need to get Warren Sapp because he said uh, yeah, he would definitely sell. <laughs> so it's funny. So like, they they sold like NFL related, and so he had one of the PAs go around and ask everybody who their famous favorite team was. So everyone was e- either Eagles or Giants because everybody's either from New York or right. from Philly that kind of works there. And I always kind of grew up like I'm I'm an Eagles fan, but I always kind of grew up watching the Redskins with with my grandparents because my mom grew up in Arlington. So I'm like, I don't know, Redskins? <laughs> so I have a big red no. furry hat <laughs> with the Redskins logo and everybody else has either a green furry hat or a blue oh. furry hat. But yeah. But you've but, since defected to the good side. Yeah. You, you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fair weather Eagles fan. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'll take Look it. Look him on board. <laughs> people, get, funny. It's, people are so anti fair weather friends. I'm like, bring them on. I don't what care. Get here? I was so Whatever. excited. It was great because like I... I hardly ever work in Philly anymore, but I was working in Philly the day of the Super Bowl and the day after the Super Bowl just on a corporate gig. And so I got there and I went over to Reading Terminal Market and everybody's in their like, Philly gear yeah. and everybody's screaming. Like nobody's gone to bed yet. Yeah, yeah, and every, yeah. everybody's doing like chants. like the chants and they're drinking and like nobody's going to work that day. Yeah. And then like, so I go home, watch the Super Bowl, 
scream, and then I go back the next day, and there are trees pulled out of the ground <laughs> and just graffiti. I'm like, what yeah. the hell happened? Yeah. I was like, it was insane. Well, I, because I, uh, as you know, I went to the Super Bowl. I don't know if you've heard. That's George a, went to the yes, Super those Bowl. Those are those are some this amazing. Is actually, pictures. forty-eight well, I, out of forty-eight <laughs> podcasts where George has mentioned that. I couldn't get a ticket the next day. Like all the planes, because everyone's like, "We can't wait to get out of Minnesota as fast yeah. as possible." <laughs> so there were no flights. So I stayed one extra day, and I got a hotel room for the next night. And I was watching on the news, and I'm like, "Wow!" Like I feel like I was just watched this happen, and yet everybody at home is having the best time. Yeah. Of their lives, like I wish, I, I wish I could just get out of here. Well, yeah, we almost drove down. We were like, all yeah, I mean, pr- pr- thank God we didn't. But uh, we we're like, we got to get down because when the Phillies won, I was down there, and it was we drove down from here for the like the not the parade, but like the night of the win, and it was just absolutely. It's like, wild. hey guys, do you want to go was, to a riot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it basically, was, it was cra- it was funny because like I was working for a pharmaceutical company, and I forget where like one of the executives, you know, he was some foreign executive. And one of the guys that was working there stayed overnight, and he just like ran out with a camera and shot this the street of yeah. Philly. And so they like since they won, they had like a little three minute thing before the meeting started uh-huh. of the streets of Philly, and it's just people rioting yeah. and like and they're probably just like, their what goes yeah. on here. And then yeah. the, and then the foreign yeah. guy kind of got up and go. All right, well, there, there's that. I don't know what to say about that, but uh, we're in Philadelphia. So he was so. from Mexico? Yeah. Was trying to do, like, Scandinavian, but it uh, didn't, didn't really work out. But, yeah, I, that was, that was crazy. I, flew home, I flew home the night of when we were, we were uh, about to play. It was the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was landing. We were flying from, I don't know if I can't forget forget where but into allentown so the whole plane was and everybody's wearing their eagle stuff except two people were wearing <laughs> i forget who, what the game was it had to be the vikings yeah, right. it was the, the vikings yeah game. so and these people i've never felt bad for naughty <laughs> they were on a like a, in a steel tube in the sky, <laughs> in the sky. with like yeah, yeah, like yeah. just two against 75 it was awesome yeah. people were go, eat, like doing all the chants and they're just sitting there like get me the <laughs> get me on the ground get me on the Let's crash. I'll take a crash. But so yeah, do, so we, do we have to mention Die Hard since... Uh, yeah. yeah. Do we I mean, do that every single episode? We, we have, to, because, just the I ones mean, I listen to. I watched Die Hard 2 over Christmas, as everyone should. I watched Die Hard as well. Um, but two, yeah, 2 is still, oh my still God. better. One is... The, with, uh, the characters yeah, are so yeah, good. It's Look, a better... One is objectively a better film. Like, in terms... Yeah. Like, is, if you look you at just, it, yeah, it's yeah. just it's better. But three but two is better is, than two. Two is just more fun. Like there's just more going uh, yes. on. It's like an action. I would go one, three. Adventure. I would go one, three, two, and then I don't think I've seen the other ones. The last one that just came out was really bad. I, I watched just, it on uh, HBO. It was just horrible. Die Hard with a monkey? No, it's <laughs> like die, it was Die Hard, and it, like they have to go. Uh, so his son has become like a CIA agent. Was that in Russia? Yeah. John's oh. son? John McClane's son is a CIA agent who gets arrested or like, captured in Russia. Mm-hmm. So then he's like, well, I'm going to go to Russia now and save him. It's and like, he, man, like, this family said real bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> and he like drives a tank. And the entire thing's like just, this is really it's like, horrible. The guy went to the academy with his CIA agent. None of his family members have been abducted. Could you imagine, Me like, and if, my dad have if you just, like, so knew, much trouble. If, like, John McClane was just your neighbor. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, how's, you know, well, you know, over the course of the guy. last 15 years, I've killed 84 yeah. men. Yeah. Don't get anywhere near him. <laughs> hey, happy, 
Happy people, holidays, John. Yeah, 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 no, no. He's <laughs> like, you want Die Hard 8 here tonight? Because <laughs> yeah. I'll make it happen. If he travels on a subway or an airplane, yeah. like, don't get into any vehicle with him or... <laughs> like, how they're going to make another one, I think. Oh, God. I mean, I love at this Will. point, why oh, not? Oh, can, can I tell my yeah, kind of Die Hard? Actually, I just saw Die Hard in Atlanta because I, I, was, I was on a job in Atlanta and, like, all week, I'm telling the guys... Die Hard 30th anniversary. We're going out. They're, it's playing like down the street. And everybody's like, that's not that great of a movie. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I remember seeing, nah, I, yeah. I saw Die Hard, I think, twice in the theater when I was 15. So I probably saw it both times with my mom because uh-huh. I couldn't get there. <laughs> and, you know, because I, li- I grew up in Easton so and our theater was in downtown Easton. So I couldn't, I like, I grew up in Palmer. So I needed, like, somebody to drive me. And my mom's not going to drive. Where in Palmer did you grow up? Uh, Old Orchard. Okay. Yeah. Southwood Drive. We're like, yeah, Mama, yeah. I want to go watch this Bruce Ma- Willis movie. Yeah. She doesn't remember it because I just saying, I just told my mom, oh, I just <laughs> saw it in the theater. And she's like, I should probably see that again. I'm like, ah, it's pretty violent. You probably <laughs> yeah, you pretty, probably couldn't get through it. But. Like, what about she was thinking? Like, and yeah. you're like, yeah, she's killing oh people. And like, she's like, what am and, I doing? And me at 15, like, I needed to see it twice because I think that's probably why I like Die Hard so much. And you're younger than me. And you probably like. You know what? I, I think that's because my brother took me. To the drive-in, he must have had to like babysit me, yeah, uh, or something. And he took me in the to the drive-in that we actually had up there in, in Honesdale to see Die Hard too. So maybe that's that's, that's probably it. Because there's a lot of like movies that I saw when I was like 13, 14. I'm like, oh my god, it's the best movie ever. Well, it's like and Robocop because yeah. I went to rent right. it, and I, I like I went to rent it, and I'm like, they won't be I won't be able to rent it because I'm like 10 under it, yeah. But my dad was there, but he went outside to like get a cigarette or something, and I put that movie on the thing, and then they figured, oh, we saw this kid with his dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So they rented it, and then my dad comes back in. He doesn't really care, <laughs> but I, I was able to rent it. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, that's probably why, too. Like it's, it's, It holds a, a special place. So another thing I do, well, I used to do a lot of like press junkets and stuff, which is... Do you know what a press junket is? It's pretty much it's when like the, like the red carpet, right? Yeah, well, that's that's different. The red carpet's different, but the press junkets are when uh, a movie comes out and they want as many reporters to to interview these people as possible. Okay. So the actor will get like will take a whole room, a uh, whole floor yeah, just, of a hotel. Sit there, right? Yeah. So they'll like the actor will sit there and they'll just keep shuttling in like maybe fifty or sixty reporters all day, and they get four minutes. They sit down. I'm re- like, there's two camera guys. I get hired as a camera guy. Another and one shoots the reporter, one shoots the actor, and then there's like a kind of a producer in the room that, and, a, and an audio guy. Do you says, stay in Go. the whole day? Yeah. And so you see different reporters. And yeah. <clears throat> and it's so funny. You build up a rapport with the actor. I'm yeah, saying, yeah, 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 yeah. And and kind yeah. of they can turn on the reporter with you. Yeah. Because they don't oh, love yeah, being yeah, there, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, the actors no, no. hate that. Most people hate it. The funniest thing was, like, I did, I did. Um, the first Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. And I was the reporter camera. So I'm just like sitting right behind Robert Downey Jr. And, you know, we're going through it all day. And, you know, they always have like one generic person who's like from the studio. That's just like, all right, Robert, I'm just going to ask you these generic ones. I'm not going to be on camera. This might be for the DVD extras or it might just yeah. be for the generic po- promo yeah. if somebody doesn't have a reporter. So he's like you know they go through what about this what about this and one of the, one of the questions was uh what's your favorite robert what's your what's the best robert downey jr movie and i'm like weird sigh <laughs> said it and he's like 
oh that's that's pretty good and he's like that, he like turns to me and goes thanks bro and and then he <laughs> and then awesome. he goes weird science and then the funny <laughs> thing is they have like depending on the time sometimes it's all american one day and then all foreign press the other day but this day was like interspersed so like american was in and then the next one was uh, an asian reporter didn't quite can you do that accent i'm not (laughs) gonna do that but she didn't she didn't quite she 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 didn't have a great grasp of the english language she kind of knew what was on her paper and that Uh was about it so she comes to sit down she's like hello very very nice to meet you and he just starts singing weird sounds and it just kind of goes through like a couple verses and she goes ah i don't know i don't know what's i don't know what's going on and then but the best thing about that press junket was there was one guy who like everybody's like an entertainment reporter yeah but there's one guy who i think was a serious like reporter who came in and he was coming in hard going hey I, f- I forget where it was based but it was it was like um you know when it, like in the beginning of iron man he's like captured someplace in the middle east and the guy's like hey this is in the middle east and you're really making these people look bad and all this stuff and he's coming like really hard and like he, Robert Downey Jr., all the other questions were like, "How hot was the suit? Yeah. Hey, did you like that?" And he's like, "What? What's going on, man?" And, and he's like, "You know, I don't really talk about this. I'd rather talk about the movie." And then the next question is like the same thing, and the, and Robert Downey Jr. is like, "This is a comic book movie. Like yeah, it's yeah. about it's yeah. not political. It's like comic book." Yeah. And then the guy came a third time, and they both stood up, and it looked like they were gonna punch each other. And like the the producer came in and went, "All right, well, we're done here." And like. <laughs> Did it, so like, it was a little heated then. It was heated, and we took our tapes. Like back then, we were shooting actual tape instead of like the little microchip cards. But uh, we took our tapes. The producer took it, and I don't think those that tape ever went anywhere. Really, it just like walked away. Because at the end of the day, the reporter just goes away with a bag of all the tapes from like each room and stuff. Oh wait, so that, so so who's in control? Like who is this for? It's for so the each station, right? It's for each station, but the but the um, production company Has sets final it up. Say too. Yeah, I mean that's the only time I've ever seen it. Like where that tape just went away. It's it's mainly just like it goes back to the the tape check room. They check it to make sure that you know it actually stuck to the tape, and then they package up a nice little bag for the reporter. So like you know, each of the main. Uh, actors in the movie and maybe the director are in all these different rooms and then they so get they're all by themselves yeah all by themselves I, i've seen own. it where there's two yeah it depends on the movie sometimes it's two and like, i can't probably imagine it was more like a buddy the buddy has ever enjoyed being there one time no uh aaron eckhart kind of had a good time like really? he was in there's a movie called restaurant or chef or not uh-huh. no i don't think it was chef maybe it was i don't know whatever he was in so the fun thing that like like the the audio yeah, guy yeah, and the camera yeah. guys and I do. We always try to guess what the qu- five questions are going to be. Yeah. Because they're always stupid and four out of the five <laughs> are always the same. So he was playing a chef. And of course, you know, the the question is going to be, so you played a chef in the movie. What kind of stuff do you like to cook when you're at home? Yeah. So he said something different every single time. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, tacos. And then the next one's like, I don't know, hamburgers. And he's kind of like looking at us like, now what accent is this now, Chris? <laughs> I don't, I can't fit. That's that card. It's your white American male accent. Know. That's, you know. Have you, is there any, have you had any circumstances where the, uh, the talent has been very unhappy or maybe hung over or possibly still <laughs> under, under the influence? It's funny because there's, Oh, now I'm thinking about 80 stories. But there was one where Minnie Driver was like down the hallway and I wasn't in there, but I heard just like all day, like the guys were like, 
oh man, she does not want to be here. Yeah. She's just like, she's not giving anybody any answers. I'm just like, whatever. But uh, I don't think, I mean, they're mo- you know, they're mostly just trying to get through. Yeah, get through the job. There's one time where I actually like, I stalked Beyonce. <laughs> it was, it was Can on, you say like, this on air? <clears throat> well, it wasn't you do anything. Have, you have a wife. It, yeah. She's not within 50 feet. <laughs> my wife, right? my, I've told my wife this story. But no, it, I'll, I'll tell a really short version of it. So I was on, this was a time where we had like three movies going. We had two floors, three movies going. And I was on, I was in the room of the author of the book that some random movie was made based off of. I'm like, this is not fun. I know, I know Beyonce is doing dream girls down the hallway. So like I was done and Beyonce had come in late. Cause you know, she's always doing something. And like, so she was like, everyone else was wrapping the rooms and Beyonce's door was still closed and she's still in there. So I'm, I keep going to the hallway and wrapping cables really slowly just cause <laughs> I want to see her in person. And then I go and, you know, put, put the, uh, cable away and then I come back out and wrap another thing really close and then like the third time I come out the door's open and she's gone I'm like oh my god Beyonce's gone and I'm like alright I guess I missed her and then I push the gear downstairs and I have to wait for the truck to come so I push it down and she's doing another interview for somebody totally different than us and I'm waiting I'm waiting I'm waiting and end of that interview I'm just sitting with with uh, all of my big bucket of cables and she comes out like pit pat pat like you know down the hallway with a, with a you know, video now he's guy. doing sound effects. Yeah. Like, this guy's good. There's a, a career in the business. A man. guy with a video camera following her, and she's just like sashing. And we're just in like a random hallway in a hotel with nobody around, but she's still sashing down. I'm like, ha, oh, ha, ha, Beyonce. <laughs> was she? But, was she like have an uh, aura? Uh, yeah. Like a, like it a, was amazing. How tall it was is back, she? It was, well, she was eight feet taller than me. Yeah. yeah. And it was like Dream Girls Beyonce, so it was just like glammed out. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, she's attractive. And where was that? Was that like in L.A.? Yeah, no, that's in New York. Like oh, I do yeah. everything I do is in New York. So there, it's always like you know, one of the fancier hotels that we take over, like a room or not. Oh, so I was getting back to Die Hard. So <laughs> I I was yeah. ne- I didn't I didn't do any press junkets for Die Hard, but I did a press junket for Cop Out, which was a Kevin Smith movie. Is that, was that like um? Didn't they have horrible? It's like not behind a, the scenes stuff and the movie's horrible. It's not a good movie. So it was <laughs> so it was uh Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan are like, you oh, know, yes. yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, I love those two. Yeah. And Kevin Smith is directing it. This best is gonna, movie ever. This is gonna be the best movie ever because I love Bruce Willis. And so I'm in the room. I was with uh Kevin Smith for half the day, and this was right after he got thrown off that plane for being right. too fat. Yeah. So he was like and I like, like i'm not gonna i don't uh can i say, say a parachute can i say How do they do this like 30, he just didn't feet? get no he just didn't get on the plane <laughs> but i want to say allegedly several times so i don't get sued oh, yeah. but allegedly i hope he listens he might have been on some kind of substance because he was sweating he just had a towel and he was really shaking oh. and he'd be like, like a like, bunch of hot dogs like he wasn't yeah. uh, that might have been it <laughs> so, so he didn't like vape or anything so he no. All right. I and this was a while ago. This was like, I don't think vapes were out. But uh, so it was funny because like he had just got thrown off. So he got a bunch of bad press and he was sweating and looking weird and looking extra big. So I, I heard like one of the producers go, I'm not going to use any of this footage. This is not. So anyway, he left and then Stifler came in, whatever <laughs> yes. his name is. And then he did a little bit. And then I'm like, man, I, I didn't get to see Bruce Willis. I really wanted to see Bruce Willis. I'm like, all right. So we're like, you know, <clears throat> cleaning up the set. 
And usually the set is like a big black. It sounds a lot like the Beyonce story. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, this is a big, you know, it's it's a big black wall, and behind behind one guy is like this vinyl, uh, big piece of vinyl with like the poster on it, and then behind the like reporter is a small, just normal movie poster. So I'm like, I, I like to take, you know, I have like my little camera. I think it was before even I had a good phone. So it was just like, like a little snapshot camera. I'm like, well, I'm going to, I'll get a picture of uh, the room and I'll get a picture of, of the, yeah. the cop out poster. And then the, you know, the, the woman that was in the room is like, once you, once you get a picture next to the poster and the poster is like all the way to the ground. So I'm like <laughs> kneeling next to the poster and kind of like hugging the poster. <laughs> She's like getting closer to the poster. I was like, so I'm hugging it. And as I'm doing that, Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis like, <laughs> peek into the room and i'm like oh hey i was getting a picture with you guys who were on the poster yeah. but i would it would be cool if i could and then they just got out of the room and walked away i'm like all right yeah, I, saw bruce, a- I saw bruce willis <laughs> like, and this is like, a weirdo he's like we heard about this cameraman yeah. he's been stalking beyonce <laughs> yeah right <laughs> get him out of here so then my so my other diehard story is i did i did the last uh the press junket for the last uh harry potter movie saw all those guys kind of walk by um and then the next day we did the red carpet. So it's just, it's pretty much, I have two reporters who I'm in charge of and I have to swing back and forth, whoever's asking the question. And then they just get the tape and they just, you know, edit it themselves. So they edit out the other reporter. So it's just, you know, all these celebrities going by and then Alan Rickman goes by and I don't think I shot any of it. I was just screaming, Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman, there's Alan Rickman right there. So that was my two. Do they get mad at you for going, if you like. What are they going to do? They don't hire. It's funny too because the a production company who's hired by the production company that makes the movie hired me. So the reporters are just kind of like I'm free to the reporters. Yeah, because they just want like all this footage out there. So the reporters are just like, "Ah, there goes Alan Rickman. Yeah, and my camera guy is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but so I got to see Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman. So that's my diehard story. There it is. Man, and we'll never have like see he's dead. He's dead. That'd be great if they could like have him come back, but I guess he died in the movie. But it doesn't matter. They could be like he survived and he's been yeah. underground. Well, this they brought a- his brother back, the third one. Yeah, like you this just- is a, it's a this is a terrible transition to make. Okay, <laughs> but I, I would I would feel guilty if I didn't at least bring up my new, the New Year's Eve I had with. Oh like, yeah, okay. Life. We got we got a couple more minutes here. So he spent. I didn't go to this because I. I, I have tired. to. I have to get it off my. So go, yeah, yeah. We'll. we'll, we'll uh, here, here you go. Here you go. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And he said it because I was all pumped. We wanted to get him on the podcast and all that. And it turns oh, out man, it looks like it's better that we didn't. I don't know. So. I like. I, I'm not going to say too much, but it was just a weird night. Man. Were, were there a bunch of comedian? Was it like a comedian thing, or is it just a people hanging out? No, thing? it was like. Uh, he he did he did a show there on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. last minute. So I guess w- the story goes, he was booked somewhere for New Year's Eve, and I think he was in the. Well, I know he was in the news like over the last week. Uh, yeah, because his nose collapsed from his nose collapsed. Oh my god! And he uh, <laughs> I mean, tested what? positive for. Well, he was using the stuff Kevin Smith was probably. <laughs> yeah, he, allegedly. He, allegedly. I, he, he failed a court appearance. So allegedly. Allegedly. Well, I think it actually... There's well, I just want to say, for me, Kevin Smith, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. I know nothing. I didn't see anything. But yeah, it was... It was His nose is fully caved in, man. How? What was it? Like, what was he like? He's nice. You know, I I think he's... He looks it, like a different person. Yeah. 
I've seen him. What's the show? What's uh, uh, crashing. If you look at crashing? Yeah, he doesn't look like. Even if you looked at like old Mad TV, um, like when he was first broke in, like he he looks like an absolutely. His book, his book, you know, like his first book on tape. Yeah. Where he, did you ever listen to the it? The Jack and Coke one. No, you're too fat to fish. Oh yeah, too fat to fish. Yeah. He couldn't get through it. Like he had to have like he's like listen, kind of had a relapse. So I'm gonna have to have these other people read it for me. <laughs> oh my god! And like Baba Booey comes in and reads like a couple other guys. I like, have to read it for him. It's like yeah, because you listen to the story going. Oh, he's finally making it. Oh, yeah. he's finally getting out. And then oh, he had a relapse during the well, during the reading re- it. Yeah, reading the book. I'm like wow. Oh. I th- I think I'm he's, always he's pulling fine, for him. You know, but yeah, but it was, uh, it was, it was bizarre, man. Like his his fans. Like I was first. I hosted. And I went mm-hmm. out. And they were just screaming, Artie! Like, for moment one, I was on there. Like, I'm like, yeah, he's coming. And they were just going apeshit. Yeah. And just yelling, like, Howard Stern. <laughs> like, yes, I know. <laughs> I, I Trust me. I'm aware of who you are here to see. <laughs> but it was just a surreal night, man. On New- I, I, I hope the best for him. But. Did he do well? Was this his set good? I, th- I think so. I, yeah. I think it was good, yeah. It's, I mean, it's whatever. It's just, it's that's rough. Did you I'm, ever run into that where you're like, di- like, not that I was disappointed in anything, yeah, yeah. but that you, like, it what, uh, like a somebody that you looked up to or, you know, was like, it was, that you realized yeah. they were human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. Clint Eastwood walk, walk down the hallway. All my stories are like, hey, there's a guy walking down the hallway. Yeah, it's, it's weird that every one of you is like, I was following Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I was. So I was doing... Uh, I was hiding in his I'm trying to think. Whatever the press junket was. Oh, uh, uh, what's the singing 50s? I don't know. Whatever. He directed uh, Jersey, Jersey Boys. Oh, okay. So he directed that. So I wasn't in his room. But I saw him walking down the hallway. And he just looked like really frail like i'm amazed he's in a movie now because yeah. he doesn't look like he would he would last for a whole because the camera before. adds 10 pounds is that true it takes away 90 years too <laughs> but he's like like he like you know oh you know now i'm going back to like nfl like i saw <laughs> not james brown but jim brown who's been in a ton of movies and, yeah um and i always remember him like in the like these 60s 70s movies like he was in like uh uh, Dirty Dozen and stuff like that, and he's just like a, he's yeah. a man. Yeah. He's just big and he's a man. And then I saw him like uh, a couple of years ago on uh, Inside the NFL, and he's just kind of hunched over and just kind of old guy. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Oh. But I mean, so I'm just thinking that way. I don't know if there's anybody. I'm sure there was people that have you met jerks. Nick Foles. I've not met Nick Foles. <clears throat> Any Eagles? No. Jason Kelsey was on our show Ooh. like through oh like satellite satellite yeah, yeah. and it's funny because we're so close to Philadelphia yeah but he's just like man I'm just gonna stay here and uh, like I wish he would come in it was better inside the NFL was a better show because it's like it's kind of a bigger show it's on Showtime so we had a ton of people come in like you know uh, like LT and Jim Brown and people like that. But uh, our show is a little rough. It's in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, and it's a morning show, and nobody wants to wake up that <laughs> yeah, early yeah. and come in. So once in a while. But uh, yeah, the other show was better for like, uh, like actually one. seeing people. Oh, and uh, yeah, there was a uh, – now I'm blanking on the name. Who's the uh, – the, uh, Doug uh, Peterson? No, I'm not even thinking about a football player. Who's the uh, – Redheaded guy. Bill Burr. Oh, Bill Burr was that's in, good. Yeah. in uh, Inside the NFL. I'm like, oh my God, Bill Burr's in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that yeah. was cool. Well, he's always it's a good cool interview. Yeah. 
No. So are you working on it? Do you have anything? I mean, usually we tell people, like, do you have anything to shout out? But I don't know if that... Shout out. That yeah. works. All the... Uh, all the... Uh, Pocono Mountain Visitor Bureau oh, yeah, billboards. Uh, probably ninety nine percent. Do you do you have? Uh, I was gonna ask this is uh, if you have any pictures. Like, are you ever like, oh my god, that's my picture? Yeah, something. there was. I I did a bunch uh, with my buddies. Oh, what's the uh, coolest it, thing it's in too? Both both. Uh, well, I think I did I, you have one in uh, Times Square. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah like the, really? the the Pocono Mountain Visitor Bureau. I did a ton. We did like uh, with my buddies at Fire Rock Productions. Oh, they, yeah, they were yeah. yeah so they were doing video and i was doing stills and so we did like th- three or four days in the summer three or four in the fall three or four in the winter and we just went to a ton of different locations all over the place so i keep seeing stuff and like if you check their website they have a bunch of you know their billboards and stuff and so they took a picture of my picture in Times square i'm like ah! and it's above what's the there's a comedy place in Times square that's Caroline's? Like, uh LOL. No, LOL. LOL. Yeah, so it's above that on a screen. I'm yeah. like, yeah. And but I've seen them like in Philly and yeah, like yeah. you know around well, the Lea Valley. I'm like, I shot that. <laughs> I should have asked for more money. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, if you look up the Discover Lea Valley um, Sands Casino video, mm. looked it up on YouTube. I'm in it, but then we have Elson comes in. He's like the homeless guy. <laughs> he was like, hey, Wait, come. A dead guy and a homeless no. guy. Yeah. He's like, come know. gamble. Next I'm more career. of a like degenerate gambler. I don't know if I'm homeless. <laughs> that was fun. And then just we just live did, in the hallway? <laughs> and then we did one. Like, you were on the casino shoot in the Poconos that we did. Were you there? Maybe not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm in that sure, one, yeah, I played yeah, yeah. the canoe. Yeah. <laughs> But I was not right. in it, but I shot the stills for it. Yes. So I, I actually have to wrap up here. Uh, it, my wife is going out tonight to party. <laughs> so it's you're on me, daddy duty. Yeah, it's me and the kid. We're gonna watch some uh, uh, baby shark over and over and over again. Right. What do you have to plug? Do you, are you plugging? I got anything? I got nothing. It's, January is just so weird. Yeah. It's dead. It's but it's not like a it's like a bad thing. It just usually it feels like you gotta wait until yeah uh, yeah things it's been, start it's ramping up. You can't drink at all. But yeah. I got that January seventeenth that pilot show. What's that? I wrote the pilot about a golf course, and we're table reading it at Steel Stacks. Oh, and Glenn Tickle and like, we're not, I'm not reading it because you know how I am with the yeah. reading of the words. Um, <laughs> the whole reading. How do you write it? What do you write it with crayon? Dude, it's. I was just thinking that I was like going over. <laughs> and I, I literally, um, I've probably spelled eighty percent of the words wrong. You know, like there, and I never got the right there. That's not good. No. Like, I can't is, even spell the right there right. That's not good. Oh, I, I, I gotta leave a one. Well, you you have one. Do you have another story? Or are you gonna tell? I don't me? think I have another story, but can I just say ChristopherElstonBlog.com? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'll, we'll link it. We'll link it yeah, in there yeah. too. And um, see Elston on Twitter, and I used to tweet a lot about photography, but it's just Bitcoin now. That is like, screw it. Are you still um, in the game? I am in the game. I got into Bitcoin it for uh, my friend gave me twenty dollars of Bitcoin. And at its highest, it was close to a thousand. Oh man! Something. I mean, I don't know the exact number, but it got to. You're in heavy. I'm not in heavy, but I'm gonna be. You if it well. goes the way I think it's gonna go, I'm just sitting on. It's mine. gonna. You need some of this. It's <laughs> gonna kill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna kill the nation state, and uh, no. we can only. Hope. It's my. It's my. Well, it's my retirement well, I w- plan. Hopefully, I, w- I, w- I want to leave on this. Then uh, you have a famous photo of you with O.J. Simpson. Oh my God! Yes. So can you oh, wait, tell wait, us wait, that, wait, wait. Tell us that story to to, <laughs> he, to round this out. Ca- case. <laughs> dun, dun, so this is back in my forensic files days, and there was They're bringing O.J. Yeah. So no, the, that was the craziest thing because there was <clears throat> so there's like a, an annual conference of like I forget what it is, but it's a forensic conference. It was in L.A. This is we, post. 
the thing. Right? Oh, this is post the thing. So we got a uh, hotel near Brentwood, and I'm like, all right, well, that's it. So me and one of the uh, uh, assistant producers went, and um, you know, we're staying at this hotel, and my, I think it was my fiance, my wife now, was. I had her fly out too, so we were just like you know hanging out, and uh, so I during the day I went to the forensic science conferences, tried to figure out like a good story for forensic files to see like you know. So you did the research on the what stories? Yeah, uh, I mean for for that, but not usually. Yeah, yeah but we were trying to find new ones because we were like burning through a bunch right. of good stories. So we did that, and so uh, one of the mornings I woke up, and on my voicemail in the hotel room was the assistant producer, and she was like. Chris, 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 OJ Simpson, I Simpson, OJ Simpson. I'm like, I'm like, well, I don't even understand. Like, what, you I can't just, be a woman calling me friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. So that's all I heard, and I'm like, all right. I guess she had a good. I guess she had a good <laughs> good night so last night. Nine one one. So I go out of my room, and she's in the hallway. She's like, Chris, did you get my get, get my voicemail? I'm like, kind yeah. of. She's like, I met OJ Simpson last night. I'm like, holy crap, that's crazy. She made well, out. No. She met. Oh my god! It's like, oh man. So so we're so we're walking down the hallway outside, and OJ Simpson is in a new Bronco oh, with man. his daughter, and we're like, "Oh, OJ Simpson, yeah, how you doing?" And then we're like, "All right, well, we saw OJ Simpson. That's great." And then every night it was a small kind of hotel, kind of a boutique kind of hotel. So there's a small um, bar where you know maybe holds 15 people or something. So every night we just go to the bar, get a few drinks at the end of the day, and OJ Simpson's there. Like every night. And it's like and then we the next night, OJ Simpson's there hey, just OJ. hanging out. The and juice. and like my wife and I are sitting there going, Should we get a picture with OJ Simpson? And we both go, We should it's like getting a picture with Charles Manson or yeah, something. It's yeah. like uh we shouldn't because it's bad, but also nobody's <laughs> gonna believe us if yeah, we yeah. if we don't. So finally I'm like uh, Mr. Simpson, I, I don't want to be rude or anything, but can we get a picture? And I'm like, yeah. And he puts his big meat hand on my <laughs> wife, and he like puts his arm around me, and I'm like, yeah, with a thumbs up. I'm like, great. And then like, and then like the he didn't, next like, smell her hair or anything. No, <laughs> but he's he's a big dude. Yeah. He's got giant hands. And like the next night, like he he goes, he's in the bar again, and we're like sitting next to him. And I think like the people, and he was living at that hotel that we were staying at. And I think the p- other people that were kind of living there or staying there for an extended period of time were kind of sick of all his stories. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm just sitting there and he turns to me and is like, Chris, let me tell you something. I don't care about earthquakes or mudslides or anything else like that. Too. <laughs> yeah, that's my OJ. He's like, but tornadoes freak the hell out of me. I'm like, that's what he said. I'm like, all right. I don't. And I'm like, he's locking eyes with yeah. me. I'm like. <laughs> All right, OJ. The and then I'm looking like, do you ever I, like have nightmares about that? <laughs> wake up in a cold. He like, seemed, OJ. He seemed like a. I don't think he's gonna kill anybody else. <laughs> he seemed like a really nice he guy. Like, away he was the one. He like, golfs all day. Like he doesn't have that anger anymore. That's funny. All right, that's a great ChristopherElstonBlog.com. That's hilarious. Uh, well, yeah. Thank thanks, thanks for coming on. Uh, sure. That was a lot of fun. Wait, I've, what does OJ drink? What's his drink? Of Whatever choice? he wants. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, sorry, I don't know. Probably like a Bloody Mary. I can. I, I could contact him if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloody like, juice. There's a tornado coming. <laughs> <laughs> what do you drink? <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Thanks. Thanks.